Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, joined today by my handsome husband, Dewey. Hi, Dewey. Hi, my beautiful love, and hello to all the cat fans out there. We're here to give you resources to care for your cat in ways that are more natural to their species, which makes life with your cat more rewarding and, of course, behavior-free. So what are we going to talk about today? I think we're going to talk about why do cats misbehave. I thought it would be a good idea to help people understand the motivation behind the mischievousness. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, when you say cats misbehave, you're implying that they're doing something wrong. And I think it's important for cat owners to understand that cats don't think about right and wrong in the same ways that we do. Well, you know, I got to give a story and an example of why I even thought of this topic because long before you and I were together, I owned a cat who peed on my shoes. It seemed like out of spite if I left him all alone for a night. While you were out catting around? My catting around days. <laughs> my you know, cat didn't like it. <laughs> I'm going to pee in your shoe, too, if you decide you need to go catting around. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk. You said that, you, that he peed in your shoes to spite you because he felt alone and abandoned. And So let's start there. Let's talk about... I think, I think uh, that's why he did it. I don't... I mean... Tell me, why did he do it? Well, it's a common feeling. A lot, you know, you you think your cat is doing something to you or trying to tell you something, like disapproval. And let's start there. Let's talk about animal emotions. And this is a real controversial scientific topic, which actually started in like eight late eighteen hundreds, eighteen seventies, when Darwin published a book called "The Expression of Emotions in Man and Animals." And it was the first scientific study that um, showed the similarities between the emotions of man and animals. And Darwin mostly studied his his dog. He had a little white terrier named Polly. So I'm finding that today scientists and behaviorists are willing to accept the fact that dogs feel six basic emotions, anger, happiness, fear, surprise, disgust, and sadness. And, you know, there's considerably less research on cat emotions as there are in all scientific topics that have to do with animals. Dogs, for some reason, get more of that funding and more of that research, even though there are far more cat owners than dog owners. um, There's much more research done on dogs. So, but they think that they think it's the that the same that 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 these six primary emotions are the same in cats, and they're also what shows up in human children. Interestingly, by the time they're about two and a half years old, 
But dogs and cats don't feel complex social emotions such as shame, jealousy, guilt, disappointment, compassion, pride, or spite, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And animal emotions are experienced and expressed differently than humans do. Okay, so why did my cat pee in my shoes if it wasn't to spite me? Because you were catting around. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a male, by the way. <laughs> he was gay. No. <laughs> I know you love me. He, 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 was, he would only come around me, and he was definitely my cat. And it, it, That's probably a good answer, but <laughs> no, I think I'm complex, looking for a little more. Well, it's a, that's a complex question that I would need a lot more information about in order to know how to decipher correctly. But if it only happened when you returned from being away, it was likely an attempt to, to bond with you. I never peed in his stuff to bond with him. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> I understand, but again, cats are different. Cats are, are like OCD addicted to routine and rituals. You know, they're solitary hunters who live in an established territory, and their relationship to their physical environment is vital to survival. So by why you by you going away, his routine was disrupted, which likely caused stress. And when cats are stressed, they'll often urinate on things that belong to the person who takes care of them. You know, and they'll usually choose something that smells the most like you because that's where they feel comfortable. You know, and the, these these things that smell like you have social significance to cats. It could be laundry, your closets, the bed is very common. Anything that carries a strong scent of, of the cat's owner. He wasn't trying to make you mad. He was He was just as likely feeling stress. Yeah, but come on. <clears throat> Being outside the litter box is wrong. And I think cats really know that, and so they just defiantly do it. No. Despite you. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, here, I'm mad at you. I'm peeing on this. We've already covered that. They don't feel (sighs) spite. They don't feel those emotions. When cats pee outside the litter box, they're simply responding to their environment. You know, it could be if the cat's litter box doesn't meet the cat's needs, he won't go into it. It's just a rational response to their environment. Maybe he doesn't like the texture of the litter, or he doesn't feel safe going into the box. Whatever's wrong with the box that's missing the mark, it you know, that's the problem. It, it's just the cat responding to their environment and choosing another location that better meets their needs. Well, okay, so then let's talk about the scratching on the sofa. Your cat did that too? Yeah, well, they scratched on the sofa when there was a perfectly good scratching post. He knows that's wrong. Got to know it's wrong. (laughs) Again, they don't think about right and wrong like we do. He scratches the sofa because it's the most attractive place to scratch. Usually it's because it's by a window or a door. You know, they scratch to scent they have little scent glands in between their toes. So scratching is a very natural behavior to a cat that is a territorial um, behavior. So they're scratching to leave scent behind. And it also leaves a visual marker, the long lines, to mark their territory. 
So, you know, if you had a post, it was probably hidden out of sight and in an, in an insignificant location to the cat. Well, yeah, maybe. But, you know, cat, what about yeah. when the cat attacks you? Uh, you know, be are are they being mean? Like the cat we were fostering that bit you in the back of the leg. Was that cat just being mean? No, they don't. They don't do things to be mean. <clears throat> you know, they'll they will attack when they don't feel safe and secure. Um, our that foster cat was not being mean. He didn't feel safe and secure. He was in a new place. He had recently been bounced around. He'd been, we found out later, abused by women. So another good example is when you get a new cat and it starts attacking your cat. You know, if the introduction isn't done properly, one or both of the cats will feel like their territory has been invaded. And the new cat will not have time to develop a sense of safety and security if not kept apart from the other cat for a period of time. And cats might also attack because they want to be left alone or they're understimulated and bored or overstimulated. What are some of the other things that cause cats to misbehave out of the blue? Well, cats don't act out of the blue. I hear that all the time. I hear just out of the blue. My cat decided to attack me. (laughs) But there's always signs that a cat's uncomfortable. But they're often really subtle and, and often also misread by people. You know, that's why I ask so many questions about the surrounding environment and timeline and body language leading up to the behavioral event. You know, discovering those triggers and antecedents are key to knowing where to go from there. Okay, okay, hold on. I'm getting the feeling you're the crazy cat lady who doesn't think cats ever misbehave. (laughs) Well, that's right, because the word misbehave indicates the cat's doing something on purpose that's wrong. And that's not right. <laughs> there's, there's lots of things that cats do in response to their environment that's not meeting their needs. For instance, if your cat, you know, paw knocks something off your desk, he's not doing it because he's mad at you. He's either trying to get your attention, usually hungry, and it's very effective because you usually respond, or maybe he doesn't have enough stimulation in his environment. Cats need daily interactive play sessions and environmental enrichment in the form of things like places to explore, um, sounds, things that they can see, like leaving the TV on to YouTube cat channel. They need food foraging because that's <laughs> that's mental. funny. YouTube cat channel. <laughs> they do. They have a lot of YouTube cat channels. Wow. I'm going to show you. They don't have Bigfoot on there, though, honey. <laughs> mm. <laughs> they, need, they need food foraging, like in food puzzles, because that's natural to them, natural behavior and very mentally stimulating. They need high spaces to go explore and to be able to get up and feel safe and confident away from from people and things and lots of things like that. You know, and a a cat might also have an injury or illness. A lot of times cats will get bites or, you know, in a fight and they'll have an injury that you don't even notice. And certainly when they're sick, 
they don't they don't show you that they're not feeling good typically and when they have something physically medically wrong with them they f- they feel very insecure and they don't feel safe they feel vulnerable to to pray and that can result in all kinds of behavior you know that might be interpreted by us as misbehaving these could be things like you know meowing a lot or aggression or stopping using the litter box or you know any number of things but the bottom line is cats have the need to express their natural instincts and they ha- and they behave in a rational manner in relationship to their environment they're really not misbehaving <laughs> So it's not I, going you know, on. I, I'm, I'm sure glad that you are the cat professional because I would have a show that would be all about that cat just was bad. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably have more listeners too. <laughs> no, I doubt that. All right. But, you know, I think that I think the the lesson in this episode is that you husbands should not be out catting around. No, <laughs> not <kidding>. only <laughs> is your wife going to be upset with you, but your cat is too. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't do that anymore, so <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for another great episode, Molly. So tell everybody why you do this for free. Well, because I have a nonprofit business called Cat Behavior Solutions, and this Cat Talk Radio is an outreach um, arm of Cat Behavior Solutions. And, and it's a nonprofit because we're dedicated to reducing cat shelter surrender by correcting and preventing behavior issues in the home. So we bring you this information so that hopefully you can fix whatever behavior issues you have going on or you can do some different stuff that the cat needs to better manage its environment and uh, prevent those behavior issues from happening or you can call me. (laughs) (laughs) You really provide a lot of resources for people. I do. I know you have a great store on your website with behavior products, uh, that little behavior boutique at catbehaviorsolutions.org. Please go out there and take a look at some of the products that Molly does. She researches those, I have to tell you, from per- personal experience. She reaches, researches lots of different things. We go to the giant pet expo where there's millions of different uh, items. She researches those. And she only puts the ones on there that she believes really does enrich the cat's life and helps with behavior. She also has a very inform a blog that has lots of information on it that she shares with everyone. Um, she posts on Facebook, and that's very informative. So please go out and like that page on Cat Behavior Solutions. This weekly podcast of behavior advice and education, she does. She does it because she loves cats. She really doesn't want to see the cats going to shelters and uh, not being taken care of properly, and that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Molly does virtual and in-home consultations, and so if you're listening to this program uh, and you need a consultation, don't worry about where you live in the country or in the world. Uh, Give Molly an email, and she'll set up a consultation with you, and um, she does this quite often. She also does educational seminars and speaking engagements. So, again, if you're listening to this podcast and uh, you would like her to come 
to your uh, shelter area or if you have a rescue and you'd like for her to come and educate, uh, she would be happy to do so. Um, also, she is a excellent speaker. I can tell you that firsthand. <laughs> so if you would like to have Molly, please uh, give us a jingle and uh, we'll set up a time and try to come do that. And just um, and reach out too if you just, you know, with anything. I mean, I, I love getting emails from you all. I had, uh, we got to give a shout out to Thomas in the Netherlands. I, I got a, an email from Thomas who's a feline behavior specialist and he's a, a listener of Cat Talk Radio. If you're listening today, hey, Thomas. And um, he said he just loves the way that we reach out to people through Cat Talk Radio. And it inspired him to do a cat podcast in the Netherlands in Dutch. So we hear from people all over the world. And it warms my heart every time I see one of your emails come in. So please do reach out. That's fun to hear from you. Yeah, Let's just know we're not speaking into the ether, like, hello, hello, is anyone listening? (laughs) (laughs) Into the world of a microphone. (laughs) Who's out there? Please let us know. And we would like to hear more stories also. We love stories. Uh, If they're heartwarming stories, uh, if they're great stories, just any stories about you and your cat, uh, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. So do that. Uh, You can also... Keep all of this information going because it costs money to do all of this stuff. <clears throat> and Molly has a nonprofit. However, a nonprofit doesn't mean that we can't, we, we still have to pay the bills. So to keep this going and the information flowing, please make a tax deductible donation to Cat Behavior Solutions through the donate button on the website. Remember, it's catbehaviorsolutions.org. And we will be here keeping the information flowing as long as shelter euthanasia is still the number one cause of death in cats. We've got to band together and keep that from from being true. So, nice short sweet well, episode. That, I'd like mm-hmm. to throw one more thing in there. Not okay. only that, it's it's not it, that is the key thing. But you know, I think what I see in this is is a different turn in how people think of cats because you know dogs and cats are i have always had this sort of separation because dogs can fetch and dogs can do these great things and everybody loves the dogs because of they can fetch the paper and they're man's best friend well let me just tell you molly has brought a new light to that the cats are man's best friend also Mm-hmm. And they can fetch, and they can jump through hoops, and Molly can do cr- clicker training with them, and they can go in circles, and they can do high fives and really cool stuff. Molly can help you and show you how to make that happen. <laughs> we do, and I love doing the clicker training classes. Those are those are fun and cool. So, yes, so reach out to us. Help us. We love help. And uh, until next time, keep calm and purr on. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. 
All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend. 